joined in this segment by Ward 10 Alderman Ralph Hanauer. Uh, Ralph, of course, getting the information that his wife has tested positive for COVID-19 and he is in quarantine right now. Uh, first of all, Alderman, good morning. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling great. Every Everybody here is doing very well and I uh, appreciate everybody's concern and, uh, um, you know, just... Uh, Counting the days until quarantine's up, really. And and your wife Lisa, um, she's healthy and uh, very. I guess yes, give us been, give us the the doctor's prognosis here, uh, well, Doctor Hanauer. Well, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a doctor, but uh, I will uh, just say this: we've been very blessed with the fact that that uh, she has been uh, very uh, light symptoms, um, equivalent of like a sinus infection slash summer uh, allergy type, hay fever type uh, um, uh, illness, um, which quite honestly, both her and I, you know, we, we live on Zyrtec in the summer and spring and fall. And uh, um, so it, um, you, you know, she probably wouldn't have tested if she wouldn't have gotten notified she was positive. Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty interesting. You know, and and, and I, will, I will say this, she did not have a fever ever. She takes her temperature every day, um, and she she never did have a fever. So um, that that was one of the reasons why we wanted to put something out um, so people understand that you know everybody takes your temperature everywhere, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's that you know if you don't have a temperature that or a fever that you're you're um, you're not going to have it. So yeah, that that's the thing that caught my eye in all of this. You know, I think there are a lot of people that are going through the same thing you are. I certainly am personally too. You know, the summer allergies and 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 the usual things that happen in August to me, and and that that's what kind of uh, piqued my curiosity in all of that is 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 uh, the fact that you guys thought the same thing that you were just going through something normal, and then all of a sudden it turns out a positive test. That's that's got to be a little alarming. Well, it was, um, you know, when <clears throat> when she found out that, that she was exposed, she immediately, uh, we got her in and, and got her tested. And, and uh, we didn't expect, I didn't expect it to come back positive because, I mean, what is it now? 3.9% or something like that are positive. And Friday, we, we got the, um, we got the notification. So immediately, the, the worst part about this is when you're calling people, telling Telling them that that you were you're positive and they were exposed because you know um, people you do have people that kind of freak out at times and that but but uh, well and then um, I think that they have to self quarantine is that right or do they go out and get tested? Um, well, some of them I will say this that some of the people have gone out and gotten tested and and there has not been one positive that's that's come from from uh, you know from her or I or. You know, they treat the whole household like you're positive. I actually have not gotten tested um, because they they said there was no need because number one, we're under quarantine automatically, and uh, which I thought I was like, well, I, I should get tested, and they're like, no, you don't need to. And I I don't know whether a lot of it is the, how how busy the labs are or the lack of tests. I don't know. I that's you know that's a good question for Gail, and and you know, and I've been in touch with with um you know uh, with different doctors and that and and so it's you know it's that, that, that is that, a good question for gail actually so have you right. been told that you are to be considered covid positive you alderman hannah or not uh, not your wife lisa who did take a test who did 
uh, submit a but, sample to get a test. Have you been told that you are, are they, considered positive? I've, they they just say that they consider the whole the whole household positive, and then we're quarantined from the the first day of her first symptoms, and um, uh, you know so we go you know two weeks and actually that's another thing. Um, CDC says ten days from the first day of of, of uh, symptoms. Uh, public health is saying fourteen days. We're erring on the side of caution and going fourteen days um, because we we just want to make sure that that everything's you know good and we don't we don't want to you know you certainly don't want to spread this and and you know we've done everything we were supposed to do uh, with masks and and all that but uh, uh, you know it just shows it's gonna gonna I think you know no matter what you you do you you know you still take a chance of getting it so. I don't know. It's, um, it's a learning it's experience something. all around, I would imagine. Well, it is. And, and you know, here's the thing. I, we're lucky because, uh, you know, we've had, you know, we've had colds worse than this. But I also know people that have, you know, of course, I've, I've known people that have passed away from it, but they were elderly and, and whatnot, um, you know, which is unfortunate. But, uh, you know, so. I think you you see various uh, degrees of this, and and uh, so you know I'm kind of torn because you don't want it to spread, but then again, you know we're not seeing the deaths like we were, and that, so I'm not sure whether you know that that's the medical community is able to find ways of, to treat this better um, or what. You know, we've got some very good medical people in town, and our death rate is is very very low, so um, we're we're extremely uh, blessed with that. So, Ward 10 Alderman Ralph Hanauer is with us on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Alderman, I wanted to ask you about the test itself. How long did it take, Lisa, to get a test, and how long did it uh, take to, for the results to come back? Well, we, we um, she got in. We, we actually were lucky we got her in the last slot. On She was notified on a Wednesday afternoon uh she shut her business down immediately and we got her in the last slot wednesday evening and then um it was about i think it was friday um evening when we we got the call that uh that she tested positive and and the the people from memorial they were very very good about telling her what she needed to do and all that and and then the next, the following day, we got a follow-up call from public health. I'm sure I would, I, I assume that was the tracers and that. And by that time, she had already called everybody that she'd been in contact with. And I'd contacted people that I'd been in contact with just to, just to be safe. So. We could uh, we could talk for um, uh, quite some more time, I'm sure, about this issue, um, and we definitely are, are glad to hear that uh, the household is is doing well uh, despite yeah, getting that COVID nineteen uh, that positive um, in the household. But Alderman, can you stick around for a few more minutes? Uh, definitely want to get uh, you know a little bit uh, substance on the city budget and what you want to see happen. You were one of the first ones that were were raising the alarm sure. four months ago <laughs> uh, well, that the city's going to have to look guys. at the budget. Let's put it this way. I'm under quarantine. I have nowhere to go. So. <laughs> right on. All right. So he can stick around. Look at that. And again, for people just now tuning in, uh, your wife, Lisa, 
Uh, she is showing just very, very mild symptoms, sim- similar to what you guys get with uh, allergies every year. But uh, all is well thus far. And we, uh, we, we were your guys. You're in our thoughts and, and our prayers moving forward that uh, we have a speedy recovery. So greatly appreciate you coming on and giving us that update. But let's talk about the budget situation with City Hall. Um, we got some kind of alarming numbers ranging from 10 to $16 million. We heard from the mayor earlier this morning. Uh, they're looking at uh, consolidating some operations when it comes to maintenance so that, uh, you know, there's only one operation that goes around mowing yards instead of different operations doing various maintenance things around with city buildings. Um, but he says layoffs and um, furloughs are going to be a last resort. Alderman, you, four months ago, were raising the alarm, uh, one of the first ones to do so at City Hall, uh, about the need to start addressing this. Is it too little too late, or uh, how can we go about uh, making sure that we shore up the budget uh, that we we still are able to offer up uh, essential city services to taxpayers? Well, I, I think that, you know, and, and when we were going through budget, you're right, I was I was cautioning because everybody was talking about all the money we had. And I, I cautioned people that, that, you know, two years ago, Alderman Donnellan and I were going through line by line, cutting $500 out of the line, you know, 200 out of this line. And, and it was very tedious work just trying to, to make things meet. Um, I, I, I hate to say this, but uh, I think it's, a, it's, we're going to have to take some deep cuts and, and uh, you know you're going to see services uh, be affected. Um, you know the this this COVID has just just pretty much uh, destroyed budgets for it's destroyed budgets for every municipality and state you know around. So um, you know when when you don't have people working and you don't have um, uh, you know you don't have the tax income that that you know cities rely on. Um, you know, something's got to give and, and, you know, unfortunately, you know, to, to cut most of this, you're going to deal with, with, um, you know, employees and, 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 you know, through layoffs and furloughs and I'm not big on either one, but especially I'm not a big furlough guy. I think that, that just, it's more of more show than, than, than what it, you know, if, if everybody can take furloughs and you don't get people that that come in and didn't do a bunch of overtime to, to make up for what they missed. I, I think, you know, they'll work. But, but what I've found is what, what happens is people take furlough days and then they, they make up for it by working overtime, you know, and getting paid for overtime. So um, that's what concerns me. All right. Yeah. Also, too, you know, talking about that, you know, with the cuts, you know, in personnel, you know, are we looking at uh, uh, the uh, fire and police department too as part of that? I think you have to look at everything as, and, and I don't like, you know, I, I'm, I'm a, you know, I, you can't just cut public works um, and, and, and get the, I think we're going to be looking at probably closer to a $15 million hole. It's somewhere between 12 and 15 is what I'm bet what, what, what we're figuring. And I'm, I say, you got to look at the high end, um, you know, Again, we, you know, and this is this is going to be ongoing. If we don't, if if we don't get businesses back to work, you know, get people back to work and get businesses moving, and and we don't rebound, this is going to be not just this year. It's going to be next year and the year after, and it's going to be ongoing. And and you know, we certainly don't want that. And and you know, that's where you, 
you have to balance. I, I was on Jim's show last night, and you got to balance the the virus. Or, you know, the, we got to come up, find out what our new norms are, and we got to start. You know, we have to balance the, you know, protection, public protection for from the virus with with the economy. And and I know people get mad when 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 you say that, but but you know, I still have people yelling that they want their their limbs picked up and their you know their the you know the boulevards mode and things like that. And, you know, they're not willing to give up the services. Um, but, you know, the tax revenue just isn't there. And, and because of this COVID and, you know, we're going to lose businesses. You can't, a business can't shut down for three months. There's not very many that can shut down for three months and survive. Well, I think we've seen uh, more than half uh, have said that, uh, you know, I think this is uh, according to Yelp, um, they've indicated that more than half that have been shut down the past three or four months, they're not going to open back up. Yeah. Well, and the, the concern about reversing things is that you're going to lose more restaurants and, and bars and that. But, you know, um, we, we have to, we have to manage this, uh, the COVID number one, that we have to manage this. Um, but we got to keep the, the restaurants open and, you know, and I think most of them for the most part do a, do a great job of, of, of following the rules. You know, you got the ones that don't. And I was glad to see that, you know, the county went out and, and, and corrected, you did some corrective action on, on a few of them yesterday, you know, over the weekend or whatever. But, uh, but the, the budget, it just, I, I will tell you that that's the biggest effect that COVID's done on, on, on uh, the United States is just the budgeting. It's uh, definitely had its toll. Uh, and, and well, and you know, here's one last thing too: is is you can't expect the federal government to bail you out. I, it would be it, that'll be a plus if they do, but I don't think I don't think you're going to see it. I think what you're going to see is you're, you're we're going to we're stuck with this on our own. Well, kind of like the, and you know, even the, the uh, even the uh, uh, what four point nine million dollars the city got for COVID um, related expenses. While you guys may have had a couple of hundred thousand dollars, maybe a hundred thousand dollars more expected, maybe a little bit more, who knows? But uh, even if you were to take four million dollars of that money that the feds have already released, and you can use it for revenue um, that you've lost from COVID, that doesn't make up the ten uh, on the you know extremely uh, well, you know optimistic side, or the sixteen million on the extreme well, conservative and, and side. And like Alderman Hanauer said, the realistic number is about fifteen million, right. and I think he's right. I, yeah. I think you're right on on that. Now the the one thing the one thing though that you got to re- remember is we did have a really good we had a high um, fund balance, which you know it's the, our rainy day kind of fund and and you know our emergency fund. So we had a very high number in that, which we were we were very lucky to have. And so we can spend that down and not get hurt too bad. Um, you don't want to go too low. You, you don't want to get below 10% on that. And uh, so we've got that money we can spend. So it, it, it helps a little bit. But, but you know, if you spend that down, you don't have it for next year or the year after if, if we run into trouble. Exactly. And, and, and I'm not going to raise taxes. I'm just not going to I'm not going to vote to raise taxes on this. You, can, I, I'm, you I'm, can't do that right now. Everybody's out of work. You know, right. I mean, right. I mean you really can't, you know, so I, I oh well. Anyway, Alderman Hanauer, listen, thank you so much for your time. Speedy recovery to your wife. I hope you don't get any COVID-19 either. And, uh, you know, we'll look forward to seeing you out again real soon. OK.